This is Katie reporting from the Youth Media Center at SLB Radio. I'm 17 years old and in the 12th grade at Woodland Hills High School. Hello. What's your name? Are you married? For a long time, this was how women were addressed. Asking for a woman's name was synonymous with asking what man she belonged to. If she answered Miss Smith, she was unmarried and belonged to her father. If she answered Mrs. Smith, she was married and belonged to her husband. Even today, pieces of mail are often addressed to Mr. and Mrs. John Smith using only the man's name for both the husband and wife. This patriarchal and heteronormative system of address only shifted with the introduction of the title Ms. by Ms. Sheila Michaels. Sheila Michaels didn't belong to a man. She was born out of wedlock and never knew her birth father. In her professional life, she was referred to as Miss Michaels, as was conventional at the time. However, this, to her, indicated she was a child, rather than an independent career woman. She stumbled upon Ms. as a possible title when a piece of mail was addressed to her roommate, Miss Mary Hamilton, that way. Sheila assumed it was a typo, but immediately embraced it as a possible replacement for the conventional system of Miss and Mrs. While Sheila assumed the title Ms. was a typo, it is also likely it wasn't. Ms. had been in use as a form of address on business mail since 1901, but had not yet been popularized in everyday use. Even before Ms. became popular, the term mistress was used for single women not in the care of a man. This title typically referred to a woman who was in charge of a house, but somewhat shockingly had no marital status attached. However, later this term took on an additional, different meaning, and Sheila scrapped it as an option. While pushing for Ms. to be adopted into the mainstream, Sheila engaged in other activist work. She had a long history of activism, having attended William and Mary College, where she was suspended for her political and racial opinions while on the newspaper board. This included anti-segregation editorials and protests against censorship from the school. Later, in 1961, she joined CORE, the Congress of Racial Equality. The next year, in 1962, she also joined SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. In addition to her work for racial equity, Sheila was a part of the feminist movement and became part of the New York Radical Feminists, where she was instrumental in getting the term feminists adopted, rather than women's liberationists. During this period, Sheila continued advocating for the usage of Ms. with little success. Many women activists believed there were more pressing issues than a couple of letters in front of their name. These activists, including Sheila Michaels and Mary Hamilton, were often involved in both the civil rights and feminist movements, and saw those larger battles as more pressing. Sheila, of course, disagreed with this. She recognized that, without a name of her own, a woman could not be seen as her own person and function individually in society. Her chance came in 1969 during a radio interview with The Feminists. There was a bit of a lull in conversation, and, as a way to fill the space, Sheila brought up her crusade for Ms., By chance, one of Gloria Steinem's friends heard the interview and suggested it to her for the title of her magazine. Ms. Magazine was born, and the title was brought into everyday life. For Youth Express, this is Katie, signing off.